Welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast, everybody. A Friday edition of the Locked On Red Wings podcast. It is February 28th, 2020. Check the date before you went live this time. I'm here today with my co-host, as always, Ethan Smith. Hi, Nolan. How's it going? Uh, And a friend of the program, Sergio Colchester, here making his third appearance on the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. I am Detroit sports writer and longtime Red Wings fan, Nolan Bianchi. Sergio, talk to us. How you doing, man? Holy mackerel. It's it's good to watch some good hockey. This is going to be a fun one, boys. Uh, What Sergio was referring to is the Red Wings Rewind that we have planned for you guys today. If you listen to yesterday's episode, then you kind of already know what's going on. Or if you can read and uh, saw the title of the episode. But we're doing a Red Wings Rewind on the night that Sergei Fedorov had five goals against the Washington Capitals, December 26, 1996. uh, A 5-4 victory for the Red Wings at home uh, against Vesna winning goaltender Jim Carey. Vesna winning. Vesna winning goaltender. Uh, I was actually not keen to that fact, and and I accidentally – I feel like credit where credit is due uh, goes to Sergio because he did mention that to me before we went live. And then I I, I just stole his thunder with that little fact. Pass it off as my own little little knowledge. Listen, that's community chest. This is a a socialist (laughs) podcast. I like that. That's exactly why you fit in here. I'm all about stealing ideas. Uh, so that be- <laughs> uh, but that being said, uh, I mean, this is, this is an exciting one. Uh, Sergio, I know this is one that, that holds a, uh, uh, you hold near and dear to your heart. I mean, it's, it's right in the heart of the, the peak of the Russian five. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I mean, set the scene for us. I, w- I wasn't old enough to remember it. I was still in diapers. I was probably still, I was definitely still pooping myself. Uh, I mean, w- take me back. Set the scene for us. You know, what, what do you remember about anything surrounding that, the team at the time, et cetera? No, this, is, this, this might have been the uh, peak of my life, this, this one game. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I was 10 years old. I don't think I have ever cared about anything in my entire life as much as I did the Detroit Red Wings when I was 10 years old, um, they, you know, it was, it was December. It was, it was Christmas time. So, uh, you know, the excitement's already there. I think I probably had just gotten some Christmas presents. But I think the game was on December 27th. 26th, um, day after Christmas. Day after Christmas. I was playing, playing which with is, my which Sega is, Genesis. Which is the best day of the year when you're a kid because you can't play with oh, yeah. like you would think it's Christmas, but it's not because you don't actually get to play with your Christmas presents. You got to like spend time with family and all that other stupid stuff, you know, and uh, there's a, the day after there's Christmas, a really high probability. There, there's a really high probability that this year was the year that I got my all time, most memorable Christmas present in which uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. This is, I mean, this is probably it. I was very big into collecting hockey cards in my childhood. Um, obsessed, obsessed with collecting hockey cards. Same. And around this time, there was a brand. It was like a, a, I think it was like a pretty obscure third-party line of hockey cards, not made by like Tops or Sky Deck or uh, Upper, Deck. Upper Deck or whatever. Panini. Yeah. Panini, not made by any of the big uh, the big names, 
This brand of cards we'll was called. Yeah, <laughs> you got a classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, this brand was called Emotion. I don't know if anybody like remembers that. it. I think that they were called Emotion. There might have been one or two years of Emotion cards, and they were super glossy, and they had like crazy, um, like visual effects, like graphics, like. I don't know, it's like Al McKinnis like taking a slap shot, but it was like the puck was on fire and everything was, I don't know, there were robots. It was, it was deep in the like NHL on Fox cartoonish era of everything, which was perfect to be a kid and a hockey fan at the same time. And my, my Aunt Judy and Uncle John bought me the full-on, like the, not a pack, but a box of emotion cards. And it was the greatest Christmas present I have ever received in my life. I ran around the house screaming, a box of emotion, a box of emotion. And they still, (laughs) this day, I'm 32 years old, they still make fun of me for for that mark out that I I had after getting the box of emotion cards. Oh my God. Goodness, I just laugh out loud funny. What a, a box of memory. emotion. What a, th- <laughs> what a thing to scream. Now, Sergio, you were very, very excited after getting this box of emotion. <laughs> I, was very, I was very excited after getting the box of emotion. I opened all the cards up. Little did I know that in 24 hours, I was going to be watching possibly the greatest individual performance in the history of the Detroit Red Wings. That's bold. That was beautiful. I mean, let's not forget, let's not forget somebody else accomplished this feat. Super Mario. Another Red Wing did it. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on. Say oh, the yeah. year and I'm going to see it's if I can guess guy, it. Dude, you should be hosting this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. I, no, I'm shocked if you guys don't remember. Oh, Johan Franzen in the playoffs. Yeah. Against Colorado. Oh shit. Uh huh. I should have okay. known that. Yeah, yep. that was stupid. That was really obvious. Um, I this one's better though. I didn't. Dude, I didn't every, even look that up. Not only did he score five goals, every one of them was like a season highlight goal. Yeah, and not even because of like not even always because of him like half of them not because of him at all he was just the beneficiary right. of like vladimir <laughs> konstantinov well a guy that uh that I, I don't know gets the credit for how how good he was that really shines in all of the highlights from this game that weren't goals wait can i say it slava Kozlov. i was just gonna say oh. that all right <laughs> i was gonna like, see if i i was gonna see like, if i could guess because I had the same thought. I don't thought. think they buried any any of his scoring chances, anything that he created, but they were all worthy enough to land themselves in this eight-minute highlight package of Slava Kozlov just doing awesome things. Just well, yeah. setting guys up, getting getting good shots, shooting it wide, hitting posts. And, I mean, he uh, – even when he didn't, like, get the – you know, first assist, he still like always was kind of in the mix. Like you said, like on the first goal, uh, just an absolute gorgeous snipe uh, bar down on a one timer from the high slot. Kozlov retrieved that puck, you know, from below the goal line, reverse it to Larianov who ends up setting 
better off up for that goal. So, I mean, I mean, to your point, yes. Let's let's start, I guess, by just saying it is unbearable in the in the theme of uh, the, the Sergio Colchester project, having to watch the 2020 Detroit Red Wings. It is unbearable to watch what this team used to look like because these guys played this game at such a level of skill that it was art. You're, this, is, this is Van Gogh. This is Pablo Picasso, who I actually think is overrated. So let's say Matisse. Um, <laughs> you would just... have an opinion on Picasso. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I just found out that he lived during the 1900s. I thought he was from like 14. Like, Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, like, not just lived during the 1900s, like, lived, like, died in 84. What the hell? Yeah. Picasso saw Kurt Gibson hit a home run to, to <laughs> seal, oh a, seal a World Series for the Tigers. That's crazy. Oh Picasso, Picasso listened to the Smiths. <laughs> Picasso probably saw E.T. <laughs> <laughs> he, he probably liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm sure he did. He was a weird guy, no? Didn't he uh, – uh, you know what? We don't have time. No, now. that was Van Gogh. Um, okay. That was Van Gogh. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, we <laughs> don't think we're off. You bailed on that one. <laughs> I knew where you were going. I know. Oh, I knew exactly where you were going. Oh, man. Speaking of art, let's talk about one other thing that I cannot help but notice – Every single time I watch a Sergei Fedorov highlight, and that's the white skates. They did not look better all night than they did on that second goal. That that second goal was just an insult to uh, what? What was the goalie's name? Jim Carrey, bro. Jim Carrey, Vesna Trophy yeah, winning. <laughs> that was an Jim insult Carrey. to his career. It, like guy just walks in the side on his off wing and he just goes, "Yeah, you make a move first. I'm just gonna throw it right over your glove. <laughs> you don't have a chance." Dude, just watching that it disgusting. Just think, like, why don't you just do that every time? <laughs> I know, but you also have just, to. You, you also have to like. Go, just go bar down, no move. Just, just roof it every single time. You score a hundred goals a game. Yeah, especially coming in with that much speed, because like I feel like. <laughs> so my thing about this goal, right, is it is so nineties. The way that Jim Carrey goes to the ground trying to stop this puck, it's it's like the he it's like goes like to his side. Head stack, the half yeah. head stack, try and get the glove on it. Oh my god, just throw yeah. your body in front of it, save. Absolutely. It's oh, yeah, so nineties. The butterfly really hadn't fully taken effect yet. Nope. Like we're still transitioning from, you know like goalie masks and like the stand-up Terry Sawchuk style of goaltending to the Grant Fuhr butterfly. And you can see it. It's just, it hasn't, it hasn't found its final evolution yet. Even, even Osgood, a, a master of the butterfly style, it still looks just like beautifully and awesomely awkward the way these guys tended the net. I mean, Ozzy didn't really get into his whole butterfly style until like 2000, like the lockout year. He, I, I remember him talking about it on some Red Wings Live. He said he took that entire year to 
change the way he played the game because it was evolving so fast and he was falling behind. So, I mean, that's how long it took. So, they, they were like yeah. hardly in the beginning stages of that. What? Okay. What other position in sports has changed that much, like, compared to the rest of the game? Like, I know. It's, it's awesome. It's really kind Ooh. of bewildering. That's the first time I've ever really thought about that. But, like, if you just – Center? Center in the NBA. Yeah, but not really, man. Like, I, I mean, I guess, but, like, they, they still look the same. You know, like, you're still not scoring. You're not going back to the 19-whatevers and scoring on Wilt Chamberlain. It's not happening. If I played in 1990 against Jim Carrey, yeah, I bet I could bury 7 out of 10 on a breakaway. <laughs> I swear. And that's not that's not me talking shit to Jim Carrey. That's me talking, you know, smack about his entire generational style. Like it's just it is what it is. He played it was. a like different to... way, and I got I got moves. You think you I, think I Jim Carrey like could stop a Michigan move? <laughs> <laughs> I think you should stop disrespecting Vesna Trophy winner Jim Carrey by uh, taking away his accolades. He, he shall only be referred to as Vesna Trophy winner. Jim I just Carey. love that his name's Jim Dude, Carey. he looks like David Ayers. <laughs> <laughs> with, with way worse equipment. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's another thing, too, is the, um, the equipment. Nothing, is, nothing in sports has changed as much as an NHL goaltender has, like, since the game's inception. Like baseball players, oh, they put on a helmet. Do you think cyclists were? You think cyclists wore helmets in 1950? No, no. Imagine I don't. But let's let's talk about let's talk about (laughs) Sergey Fedorov. Yes, I'd love to. Thank you so much. I needed that. That, That's supposed to be my job, and I'm really letting us down tonight, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Let's go goal by goal. Okay. How do you guys feel about that? I love it. Do it. So we, we did kind of cover the first goal. It was a one-time snipe. Uh, Kozlov reverses the puck to Larianov. You know, he, he feeds him. It's a, it's a bang-bang play. But a Is beautiful the first snipe. One, let, me, let me make sure. Is the first one the one where Konstantinov just carries the puck all the way basically to the crease and just makes a little shifty move by the defenseman and just like, like it's like it's nothing, and then finds Fedorov wide open in the slot. Is that the one we're talking about? I Trying think that. I think that my, was. Uh, I think that was the third one when uh, when Vesna winning goaltender Jim Carrey was so far out of position <laughs> uh, when the pass was made that he was he was a good four feet from making the save. <laughs> that does not happen in today's NHL. Vesna winning Jim Carrey look, looked like he was like 5'8 in this video. Well, what's wrong with being 5'8? <laughs> Everything, Nolan. It just doesn't look right on the ice. I wasn't saying anything. Oh, yeah, the tic tac toe. <laughs> yeah, the tic tac toe. The, the, the first one is classic Russian five. Yep. Uh, you're right. Kozlov, Kozlov gets the puck in the corner. Gets it out to Larianov, who just skates in circles. He just yeah. skates in a circle around the offensive Carries zone. Carries it beautifully. And then just sort of dishes it off. Who was that? I think that's Konstantinov that he just dishes it off 
touch pass back to a wide open Fedorov who buries a slapper just bar down like it's I don't know. Like he's playing to me, I think sport. I think this is the this is the prettiest goal out of them all. Like the second one is good, and we did talk about the second one already. That was the breakaway goal. Uh, but to me, just the just the setup and everything like that, the setup and the finish, because a lot of these the, the setup was great, but like the finish was kind of boring. It was just like a backdoor slam dunk. This one, it just start to finish is just an absolute thing of beauty. Oh, this is yeah. So the we can move on to the third one. Yeah, yeah. the third one is all Konstantinov. Here comes it's Shanahan. Yeah. Just, just the names on this team are ridiculous. Shanahan carries it across the blue line and leaves it for Fedorov. Um, for Fedorov, no, yeah, for Fedorov, who kind of just uh, plays with the puck a little bit, gives it back to Konstantinov, does a little circle, Konstantinov. Just walk. Wait, in. wait, hold Just on one second. Hold on one second. Fedorov drops the puck to Konstantinov, causes two capitals to crash into each other, which allows him to get <laughs> back door with nobody within 15 feet of him. <laughs> this is for the hat trick. It's for the hat trick. But the move, I want to, and, and we should remind the, uh, the listeners, you can go on YouTube. There are several highlight videos of this game. And I really highly encourage everybody to uh, to watch this because it's, it's just a thing of beauty and you'll know what we're talking about. Um, but this is the third one. Konstantinov, this this defenseman goes down. Was he trying to block a shot? I don't even – I don't know what this defenseman is doing. And Konstantinov just walks by him. Just walks by him, leaves for Fedorov, Fedorov buries it. <laughs> that was classic, an egregious – Russian five. Yes, it, that was an egregious play by that defenseman. <laughs> what in the world was he doing? And that's just what the mid nineties, the mid nineties, that is what the mid nineties Red Wings just did to teams. They just made a fool out of them. And that uh, that goal you mentioned, it was for the hat trick of the fourth hat trick of Sergei Fedorov's career to that point. Uh, I mean, guy was just magic. And he still had two more left in the tank. You only had six hat tricks? I don't know how many he finished with. That's, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, when he left Detroit, it was kind of like, I mean, he just was never the same after leaving Detroit. Um, well, it's, it's kind of, there's a lot to be said for playing with, Igor Larionov, twelve Hall of Vladimir Konstantinov, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, take me through this fourth goal, Sergio. I know you got it. I know. All right, let's get to the fourth uh, goal. I know this is. I know this, this is the third game. Going for. Well, in a, we in a tight a game, bit. in a tight game, we might add. Yeah, we should talk a little bit about the game at large. The Red Wings came into this game at eighteen, eleven, and five. Um. Which is a not great. fine record, but not great. So, um, so you know, every game counts. They were playing the Washington Capitals, who would then uh, they would end up seeing them again in the Stanley Cup Finals the year after, with Peter Bondra and Vesna Trophy winning uh, <laughs> Jim Carrey. Uh, so the the Capitals were pretty good. Um, and 
the, and for all of Fedorov's beautiful goals, uh, the Capitals were answering, just getting garbage goal after garbage goal of their own to stay in this game. So, which meant that's, as, that our boy Sergey uh, had to keep stepping it up, and he did with a, with a fourth in the third period. Uh, Sergio, take me through this fourth goal because I know you got some strong opinions on it. Well, it's it's just classic. It's classic uh, Russian five in the offensive end. Uh, there was a little bit of a scrum, uh, loose puck at the near side, uh, and they're fighting. They're fighting for it. And, and Fatisov, unsung hero of the of the Russian five era, Slava <laughs> Fatisov, finds himself with the puck at the top of the faceoff circle, passes it almost behind the net to Larianov, who skates in, skates in with Sergei on the opposite post as though there is no such thing as defensemen in the game of hockey. Skates from uh, the corner uh, right up in front of the crease and just lets a delicate little backhand pass across the crease through the skates and sticks of two Washington Capitol defenders <laughs> to a wide open Sergey Fedorov to just bury it in front. Yeah, here's what catches my eye most. Like when I watch like clips of this and when I watch highlights of the Russian five, the way they skate with the puck, it looks like A, they're playing on European or international ice because the rink just looks huge. Like they I don't it, yeah. it blows my mind how much space it looks like they have out there. And B like when they have the puck, it looks like defenders are merely traffic cones. Like they're not actually yes. concerned. They're not actually concerned with like, oh, this is a, a person who's going to, you know, try and take the puck from me. They're just like, oop, obstacle, move around. I think this is why I love hockey so much. Is I, get to, I got to watch these guys do this. Uh, and then obviously, so after that fourth goal, you know, Washington ties it up. It's 4-4. They go to overtime where Sergey buries his fifth of the night. Ethan, you got that one? On just a beautiful play from Larry on, I'm setting it up right to a drop pass, a no-look drop pass that gets through the defenseman and gets right to Fedorov, and then Fedorov uses that defenseman as a screen. And Vesna winning goaltender Jim Carey is, like, on his goal line in the crease, and it just goes right by his foot. And it's just overtime winner. Thank you very much. Fedorov already has his gloves his, and his stick are just off. They're gone. <laughs> and Shanahan's just bear hugging him. And then they show Bowman. And Bowman just looks at the assistant coach, just goes, puts his hand up like, you got, you got five there? It's and amazing. that's the game. It's amazing. <laughs> so Kozlov gets the puck to Larianov the second they enter the zone. Larianov there's three capitals around him that are all like start to converge on him. And he just slowly like lets his skates, take him back into the boards and just chips it to the, to the guy who was like a guy who he probably saw at his own blue line. Mm-hmm. So cool. How about I it. The, the ridiculous angle that Fedorov shot this puck from, like he, he shoots it off of his back skate sort of, and it's like yep. a, a perfect shot to the far to the far end of the net. I think it went off the. I think it might have gone in off the post even. Um, 
and he takes it from this crazy angle where he where you know he's he's almost doing the splits while skating and shooting it from his back foot it was just just beautiful it was and uh we are going to wrap this up here we are running out of time but i do want to talk about my one of my favorite parts of this whole story and that's uh i have a question Rouse. what's that Bob Rouse. No, no, it's a it's a quote that I have from Federer. Number, number three. Uh, in the in the Los Angeles Times, he goes, in Russia, my coach would always say, what you did tonight is part of history. Let's go out and practice in the morning. I don't want to spoil it all by talking about it. Jesus. Russians, dude, just enjoy it for a second. I love it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah by the way, oh, trust say. me. Sure, get better up. <laughs> you got home that he enjoyed it. <laughs> we'll I, I assure we'll, you that. We'll wrap so up. Like, the, uh, the, the listeners know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that is all the time we have for today. I appreciate you guys tuning in for our Friday episode of this Red Wings Rewind. I appreciate you, Sergio, for joining us. Uh, happy to have you on for this episode. I can tell how much this means to you, and I tell you what, we will definitely have you on for some Red Wings Rewinds. Uh, to talk about the 90s uh, later on in the future. It was fun, boys. Thank you for having me. Uh, if you haven't followed us on Twitter already, do that at LO underscore Red Wings. You can find me at Nolan Bianchi and Ethan at Ethan Smith. Uh, Sergio, do you want to give away your Twitter this week, or are you going to say one more week and then leave the listeners hanging again? Let's give them one more week. <laughs> Make them one more week. Tune in next week to find out Sergio's Twitter handle. We'll see you guys. <laughs> <laughs>